Welcome, listeners, to another amble along the avenue of Antipodean anachronisms. In Danger 5, stereo, it's... Uh, what, uh, well, I don't know what it is. Within the domestic confines of Danger Manor, we find Tucker struggling to assemble a flat-pack outdoor garden feature. Everybody, listen up. I realised what Danger Manor is missing. A good shady spot for the barbecue. So, I'm building this pergola. Pergola? The hell's a pergola? It's Italian. I think it means looking for a reason to live. Oh, the nimne fixed This wasn't cheap, Ilsa. It was the second least expensive one they had, and it was already damaged, so I got it at a great price. Tucker, hmm. I don't understand the Australian obsession with home renovation. Oh, dear Claire, the Australian dream, it's a simple one. Get a solid wage, get a good missus, put a pavlova in her pantry, have an expensive wedding, buy an expensive house, renovate it, watch television shows about renovation, discourage your kids from striving above your own achievement out of an unacknowledged sense of your own failure, get divorced, get obese, sell the house, complain about the sale price for the rest of your life, then die and have your family squabble over your hoarded memorabilia. It's a humble dream, but it's what we fought for at Gallipoli. Hey, Tucker, hmm. maybe you should cool it with that uh, shea cloth. <laughs> you get it? Like keeping cool. Jackson, are you working on your comedy routine again? Yeah, what do you think? The shea cloth joke feels pretty solid. Mm -hmm. Keep working on it, my friend. All right, enough of the atrocious comedy. Orders are in. Allied Command have collected these reconnaissance images of the new Big Knife Shopping Center, built inside Ayers Rock, Australia. I believe it's called Uluru. I believe it's called Being Quiet While I'm Talking, Claire. Wait, Big Knife Shopping Center? Big Knife is the name of the secret evil organization Greek Lady Bigfoot told me about. Oh. Whoa. Pierre, I think you need to cut it out with the Big Knife. <clears throat> Come on! That was a really funny bit! Really funny! I like this. My jokes are great! It's, it's getting there. Mm -hmm. They are! Jackson, like John the Baptist said to Jesus, stick to your day job, mate. <laughs> oh, 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 God. That's a really good one. You <laughs> did come up with that. All right, all right, all right. Yes, enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of that. Now, Allied Command feel that the prices on offer at Big Knife are incredibly suspicious. Take a look at this catalogue. <gasps> These bargains are too good to be true. Yes, if the Australians are truly offering consumer products at these rock-bottom prices, then there must be some kind of communist-style labour exploitation behind it. Your mission is to go to the Big Knife Shopping Centre in Australia and investigate these bargains. And, as always, grab me some uh, AA batteries. And so Danger 5 journey to the bottom of the world, where they find the Big Knife Shopping Centre. Making it through the sweltering heat of the crowded car park, the team emerge in the air-conditioned sterility of the biggest shopping centre on Earth. Wow. Look at that huge TV over there. And holy cow, what a price. 
Jackson, don't let the bargains distract you. We have a mission. Yes, my friends. This place is some kind of materialistic trap set by the big knife. These bargains are noxious. Relax. I'm just going to have a look. That's right, Jackson. Nothing wrong with just having a look. Aha! When you smoothie. No, Ilsa. The fruit smoothie stand is a bad idea. Ilsa, don't put anything from this place in your mouth. If you really want sustenance, I always carry an emergency cannoli. Wow. This place has everything. Bric-a-brac, this and that, girly-whirly, baby, 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 weddings by Trish. Claire, look, it's a Barry Bunting's workman's warehouse. I bet I can find some great DIY solutions in there. Tucker, I don't think you should ever pick up another hammer. It would be a danger to your health. Tucker, is that you? Tucker! I think those kangaroos have recognized you. Oh, no. Claire... It's Pete and Pam Jones. I haven't seen them since high school. You went to school with kangaroos. Taka, it's it. Taka. How are you doing? Pete, <laughs> Pam. Oh, how the bloody boomerang are you? Housing market, housing market, housing market. Here now. Good night. Oh, yes. How about you, Pam? Oh, you know, it is what it is. Wedding, wedding, baby. Oh. You're newlyweds. Congratulations. Oh. Is this your Mrs. Tucker? Oh. <laughs> Don't tell me you put a bloody pavlova up a pantry, you bloody bastard! <laughs> oh, you better believe there's a pavlova right up her pantry. I shoved it up there. Good and far. <laughs> baby, baby, baby! Tucker! I don't remember that happening. You're my Mrs. Claire. My non-spy Mrs. Please. Oh. Mrs. I am... Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. In the house, good brawls, good brawls. Um, you better believe it. Oh, housewoman, <laughs> oh, housewoman. Um, <laughs> yep. Having a good old warm one on the weekend. Riesling, riesling, riesling. Say, how about uh, you and Pam come over and check out the place? I'll chuck a couple of dog dinners on the barbie and we could smash off a few frothies. Oh, that's all right, Tucker. You're on, mate. Oh, You're on, see mate. See you there. Oh, oh. Hey, no, Come on, Pete. We've got to go. Freaking rat. Freaking rat. I've got to get a funnel, Barry. Tucker, you're not having a housewarming. You don't even have a house. I panicked, Claire. I couldn't let them know I'm houseless, babyless, and meaningless. Don't you think they were acting a bit. Peculiar. Well, that's how people behave in Australia, Claire. If you don't fit in, you're as good as a Greek. Now, come on. If I'm going to save up enough money for a house by the weekend, I'm going to need a job. There must be a big knife job centre around here somewhere. Oh, that's not a bad idea. If we pose as employees, we'll be able to investigate this operation from the inside. <laughs> Let's go. Pam can be really mean, Claire. As Tucker and Claire go in search of employment opportunities at the Big Knife Job Centre, Jackson is having a substantial browse of the televisions at Electronic Bobs. Right, now this one, this is a good one. This is in fact the best one. It comes with a special recliner with our built-in dunny, and you just shit yourself in front of the TV, mate. And I'll tell you what, that is a low price. I cannot do better than this price because it is rock bottom. I'm making nothing on this. Hey, uh, does the big TV come with a big remote too? Oh, well, mate, I swear to God, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, that is a very funny joke. And we jokes like that, I swear to God, you should not be shopping for TVs. You should be on the TV, like on it, on a show. I swear to God. Uh, thanks, but I 
really wasn't joking. No, mate, no, mate. You are not listening to me, mate. I will get you a meeting with top television executives and they will say, my God, this guy is classic. He is the real deal. He is a talent. Electronic Bob was absolutely 100% correct. Let's give him a show. Let's give him a comedy show right now on television for Big Knife. What, you mean it? You really think I'm funny? Wow. What have you got in your ears, mate? You are not listening to me. I said you are classic. Those are classic jokes. They're going to put you on television straight away because they love Americans and they're going to put any America on TV straight away, especially one with classic jokes like you. And they're going to say, Electronic Bob, he was so right. He was 100% right. This guy is classic. He's a crack up. He's stitching me up. Mate, they're going to put you on TV. You really mean I could be a TV personality? Do you have your head under a rock, mate? Have you not heard a single word from my mouth this whole time? You are going to be full on famous. As Jackson falls under the spell of the television salesman's producerial pitch, Pierre attempts to stop Ilsa from indulging in the trashy offerings of the Big Knife food court. Here's your smoothies, vodka. Ilsa, please! These smoothies are probably a sophisticated mechanism of evil. Do you want to end up like these mindless kangaroos leaping around in a discount fueled days wearing leggings as pants in public? Oh! Astin, Pierre! Ilsa, no, don't drink that! Ah, ah. Oh, I'm sorry, my friend. I'll get something to clean this smoothie off your uniform. No, no! Get your clothes off her, you kangaroo goose! She's not a smoothie, she's just covered in it! No! Hey, get back, you marsupials! Heaps of space in my shop. Quick, get in before those dumbass kangaroos get you. Thank you, young man. Merlin's board games workshop? Are you Merlin? Yep, I'm Merlin. How old are you? 14? Nah, I'm like heaps 18. What about all those pimples? Ah, yeah, they're cold sores from all the sex I've been getting with spunky chicks who have cold sores. Yeah, you have very few customers for such a famous wizard. <laughs> yeah, those smoothie-drinking kangaroo idiots don't come in here. They aren't interested in role-playing games, miniature painting, new metal. <laughs> you know, cool shit. Check out this slur chaos champion I painted for the Chrome Hammer 50k contest. Merlin, please, as interested as I am in your tiny painting fantasy man, my friend has been taken by those kangaroos and I need to get her back. You can't go out there, man. The kangaroos are too stupid. They'll drag you down to their level. But you know what? I have a way you can get past them. Big Knife Shopping Center, the board game. With this game, you can travel through the mall without getting caught by those stupid kangaroos. You can find your friend and bring her to safety using the power of role-playing. Ah, role-playing. <laughs> what do I do? You pick a fantasy character, and I'll do the rest. I pick the dwarf. Dwarves are great! I knew a dwarf once. Now roll these die to begin your adventure. Okay, here goes. Yeah. Hey! Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's happening? Ha ha ha! Sucked in, Pierre! I can't believe you fell for that! Holy cannoli! Oh no! Where 
am I? This doesn't look like a shopping center. It looks like a dungeon. And I'm a dwarf. Hey. Welcome to the Australian dungeon, traveler. If you're lucky, you'll survive with your life or your sanity, but really both. <laughs> That's funny. Holy fish. It's a trap. Will Pierre escape the labyrinth of Merlin's Australian dungeon? Will Jackson realize his dream of becoming an Australian TV personality? And will Tucker be able to impress his high school friends by the weekend? Answers and questions await after a word from our sponsors. When you're over 30 and you've got a house and a kid and uh, you know, life has basically lost all purpose, you just need to distract yourself with pointless bullshit. And that's where Barry Buntings comes in. 25 litres of chalky milk, only $7.99. Loyal but completely unpredictable dogs, $12 a dozen. Huge trayback ute, four tools that do something, only $900 a kilo. And if you happen to find a more materialistic way to spend your weekend, we'll drop our prices by 15% so there's no chance you can pass up our Barry bloody bargains. Because at Barry Buntings Workman's Warehouse, lowest bloody Barry Bunting Barry bargains are the very beginning of the best Barry bloody Bunting bargains, Barry. Barry Bunting's! <laughs> Welcome back, listeners, to the Down Under Dilemma of Danger 5. We return to find Pierre trapped in a role-playing saga under the control of Merlin, the deceitful teenage dungeon master. Let me out of this dungeon, Merlin, you fishhead! The only way to escape is to finish the game. Obviously, to your right is an axe. To your left, a wombat. <sighs> Fine. Talk to Wombat. You can't talk to the Wombat. The Wombat can't understand you. Yes, he can. I have a way with animals. Talk to Wombat. No, he can't. It's my copy of the game, so it's my rules. Choose something else. Take axe. You have taken the axe. Use the axe to kill myself. Uh, it's a magic axe. It can't be used on dwarf flesh. Um... Bullfish, go squid yourself, you mother of a heartless blue whale, you tentacle... Uh, use an axe to break through wall. You break through the wall. Behind the wall is a dangerous bunyip about to eat Princess Ilsa. Grrr, snarl. Back off or I'll eat your missus. Yanya Princessa! Oh, holy squid. Uh, attack bunyip. Okay, to attack the bunyip, use the six-inch range wand to establish if you are in range. Okay, done that. Then roll 3d6 to establish your stamina level. Then let's see here. Come on. Okay, then roll 1d12 to see if the bunyip is grumpy. Oh, I'm plenty grumpy. I have to roll dice? Why can't I just hit it with my axe? This is so tedious. Um, I don't think you're getting this. We need to resolve the combat phase properly. Oh, fine. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You rolled a 1 on 3d6 somehow. Okay, so your stamina is too low to attack. No wonder nobody comes to your shop, Merlin. This is the worst game ever. Ugh, tedious. Yes. Shut up, you. While Pierre continues to roll die like a frustrated barbarian, Claire is deep undercover as a receptionist at Big Knife Head Office. Right. Now, if I can hack into the Big Knife computer mainframe, I should be able to get the dirt on these suspicious bargains. Oh, oh gee whiz. Oh, darn, these danger acrylic nails make it impossible to type. 
I have to use the end of this pencil. Oh, my Lord, this is going to take forever. Big weekend. Ah, um, <laughs> Boss Kangaroo, how may I help you? Oh, you know, banter, 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 cheeky bum pinch, cheeky bum pinch. Oh! Oh, oh, Jesus on the cricket pitch. Oh, yeah. You had it coming, Boss Kangaroo. Oh, yeah, no, it's all good, mate. Yeah, yeah knock some sense into me, actually. Oh. Boss Kangaroo, you're speaking in full sentences. What happened? Not really sure. Hang on a minute. Uh, a few weeks back, um, came in here gonna buy a leaf blower that's right it's on special yeah while i was at it i got myself one of those smoothies and then pretty much after that i was acting like a total buffhead so big knife lures in people with bargains and make them stupid with the smoothies that is about the size of it yeah it's a pretty vicious cycle when you think about it well where do they make the smoothies well um right here in my pouch actually you can you can have a look if you want oh Oh, my God! There's an entire smoothie manufacturing facility inside your mucus-lined pouch. Uh, yep. <gasps> All us kangaroos have been fitted out with them by the big knife. Uh, we, uh, we'll make smoothies with our mucus. They sell the smoothies back to us, and, uh, seems like they're not really going to stop until the whole world is stupid and complicit and never leaves the shopping centre. This is pure evil. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it is, uh... You can have a closer look if you want. Here. Go on. Ah, never trust a marsupial, mate. So Claire falls into the smoothie-flooded depths of the kangaroo's mucus pouch, where she tries desperately not to get any of the vile liquid in her mouth. Meanwhile, Jackson is being given a personal tour of the Big Knife Television Studios. Thanks for the tour, Mr. Television. I've never been in a real TV studio before. Hey, call me Gary, mate. We're just finishing up the 50th season of our most popular program, Who's Under the Blanket? It's a show where we get a bunch of celebrities to guess who's hiding under a blanket. It is top-shelf stuff, mate. Can you tell me who's hiding under the blanket? <laughs> oh, you're sharp, Jackson. I like your style. No, seriously, can you? So, Electronic Bob tells me you got some hot new TV ideas. What do you got for us, mate? Actually, I got no idea. No idea? Yeah. Oh, that's bloody brilliant. No idea. An average punter has no idea how to build his own house. Oh, God, that is good. That is good. We can jack it full of Barry Bunting's commercials. Maybe even turn it into a foodie crossover. That is good stuff, Jackson. Uh, we'll... People actually watch that. Nah, trust me, mate. I know when I'm onto a winner. Now, I've got to head off and make sure that blanket is sober enough to go on air. That bloody blanket is a liability. Wait, 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 wait. Does that mean I have a TV deal? Oh, you bet your bum hole, you American bastard. As long as you can find a poor sap who wants to build his own house and sign his life away in exchange for in-store credit at Barry Bunting's, you have yourself a television show. Right. Okay. But how am I going to find someone that desperate? Hi there. Welcome to Barry Bunting's, where Barry's bargain basement... But, but Bunting of the bargains in the... Is it a basement? Oh, I just can't master this slogan. Hey, Tucker, what's with the bib? I'm part of the Barry Bunting Brigade. But, but why? Well, 
I sort of have to save up to buy a house by the weekend to impress some kangaroos I haven't seen for 15 years, so they don't think I'm pathetic and, heaven forbid, <laughs> I'm Australian. Tucker, this is perfect. I just got a hot TV offer, oh. and I need to find someone desperate enough to build their own house on TV. Oh, Jackson, you just have to pick me. Hmm. Let me think about Let's do it, buddy! Oh, yes! Let's hit a home run! Oh, it's a deal! Oh, oh wait, uh, who's hosting the show? Well, I am! You're not doing any of your comedy, are you? What's wrong with my comedy? I've got the chops! The only chops we need are the ones for the Barbie. What's a Barbie? <laughs> Classic, Jackson! That is solid gold, mate! As Jackson and Tucker prepare for their television debut, Pierre is well and truly bored with his role-playing experience. Hurry, Pierre. Princess Ilsa is in trouble. Uspokois, you pervert. Ugh, this game is boring as. You're so right, Banyip. The tedium of this game is making me feel weak and grumpy. I think my blood sugar is low. Okay, roll 1d8 to establish your insulin level. Bullfish. I'm just going to eat my emergency cannoli. Nah, you can't eat the cannoli because of your dwarf helmet. Uh, take off helmet. Uh, the helmet is part of your head. Then throw cannoli at the bunyip. Oh, yeah, give us a bite of that cannoli. No, you, no, you can't throw the cannoli at the bunyip. Play properly. Oh, come on. It's my cannoli. I can do whatever I want with it. Uh, uh, oh, oh, I can recover in my eye. Oh, sorry, bunyip. As the delicious Italian snack splatters against the bunyip's face, the very fabric of the game begins to crumble, and Pierre finds himself in Merlin's teenage bedroom. Oh, you cheated, Pierre! You brought that fancy cake from outside the story world! There's nothing fancy about the cannoli. It's an Italian staple, you pervert. Hey, where are we? A single bed? New metal posters? A suspicious supply of tissues? Merlin, do you live with your parents? No! Shut up, Mom! Ilsa? Ilsa! You've been keeping Ilsa hostage under your bed, along with all these department store bra catalogs. Oh, Merlin, you pervert. Has she wanted to be tied up? She's dirty as. Wait a minute. What else is under here? Oh, it's a scale miniature of Australia. <laughs> That's not a miniature. That is Australia. The whole continent is a board game. So the others are still trapped in the game. And I was in a game within the game. I knew Australia was too ridiculous to be real. <laughs> you fell right into my trap. Big Knife wanted to get your gang out of the way. I lured you all in with bargains so that the brainwashing smoothies and Australian cultural wasteland could crush your souls and imprison you forever. <laughs> I didn't factor in your European passion, though. Should have written a rule for that. <sighs> Big Knife! I knew it! Set our friends free, you teenage conspirator! Mm, nah, don't wanna. Sick him, Ilsa. Malenki pervert. Oh, oh, stop it. Oh. Tell us how to free our friends from your Australian nightmare, you little fish. Oh, stop it. Will Merlin yield under the disciplinary slaps of Ilsa's seasoned Russian hands? Will Claire escape the pouch of mucus smoothie with her intelligence intact? And most nebulous of all, will Jackson and Tucker's television show impress both the commercial audience and the Joneses? 
Find out after a word from our sponsors. In a primetime television event. Oh my God! Australia, it's time to guess. When are they going to show us, guys? Who? I have like no idea who it could be. Is under. Who is it? The blanket. Take it off. Take it off. Oh my God, I don't believe it. Oh my God. The must-see event of the year. Tonight, 7pm, we reveal who is under. The Blanket, only on Big Knife TV. Welcome back, listeners, to Danger 5 Renovation Adventures, live from the grand finale of Jackson and Tucker's TV show. <laughs> oh, uh, hi there. I'm Jackson, and welcome back to No Idea, where a genuine Aussie battler tries to build his own house by the weekend. How's he gonna do it? I just don't know. I guess I have no idea. <laughs> oh golly, if I don't get this house finished and the chicken Kiev on in 10 minutes, my guests are going to think I'm subhuman. Uh-oh, looks like we've got some early birds. Who could it be? <laughs> no, no, I'm not ready. It's Claire! <laughs> <laughs> weekend, weekend, sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> exactly. And welcome to No Idea, Claire. <laughs> what do you think of Tucker's house? Oh, terrazzo, terrazzo, walk-in wardrobe. Oh, I'm glad you like it, Claire. <laughs> but don't you think he's got <laughs> no idea? <laughs> Jackson, this isn't funny. My entire validity as a human being is on the line here. Listen, Tucker, I finally got an audience for my comedy. So you just go with the flow, okay, guy? Could that be? I'm not bloody ready! Ah, landscaping, landscaping! Oh, housewarming, housewarming! It's the Joneses! <laughs> Pete! Pam, how good you could make it. Have a slice of cabana. Oh, mild, is it? Not spicy. Of course it's bloody not. Jarra floorboards? Jarra bloody Jarra! You bet your bloody barnacle, Pete. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. Tucker! Oh, my God. You've done it. Huh? Guess you've kept up with the Joneses! <laughs> I have... I'm living the Australian dream. <laughs> oh, I wish my granddad's Anzac spirit was here to see this. I am here, Tucker. Good on you, you bloody bastard. Thanks, granddad. I guess this is what you and the diggers fought for at Gallipoli. Last way forget. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. As Tucker relishes the triumph of suburban complacency, Pierre and Ilsa use violent force to coerce teenage Merlin into submission. Ow! Ow! Oh, wow! I've never been touched by a real woman before. This is sick. Stop enjoying this, tissue boy. Look out, Ilsa! He's reaching for the multi-sided die! I <laughs> hope you've got a good armor save. Uh. Ow! The edges are so pointy! <laughs> Quickly, Ilsa! He's getting away! Grab onto his wallet chain! <laughs> 
Having launched an effective distraction with his shower of esoteric games dice, Merlin uses the opportunity to retreat inside the Australian game world. Well, look who's dropped in! <laughs> ah, Pierre Ilsa, Teenage Wizard. You're just in time for sausage rolls and avocado slices. Tucker, this isn't reality. It's a game controlled by Teenage Merlin. Oh, oh, oh whoa, Pierre. That's pretty random. <laughs> You've all fallen for my masterful miniature trap. Time for you to suck on smoothie. Ugh. Pervert. Look out! He's got a smoothie super soccer! Don't get it in your mouth! Suck on kangaroo mucus smoothie! <laughs> Tastes like chilled summer feels! No! Tucker, your brain cells! Oh! Urban Clan Kitchen! Polished concrete! No! Claire! You've been smoothie too! Jackson! Jackson! Is your brain still okay? Pierre, I finally found a place where people appreciate my comedy. <laughs> it's paradise, see? <laughs> Jackson, you're not even making jokes. Nobody would find this funny in reality. Nobody! I'm sorry. Wait, what do you mean? Get ready for a flavor explosion. Jackson, get down! Oh, what? Hey, Pierre, I'm sick of these grumpy vibes, bro. <laughs> I'm not grumpy. I'm trying to save your lives. Sausage roll, sausage roll. Tucker, get that mystery meat away from me. I'd be tempted if you had some antipasto, though. Ooh, antipasto. Ooh, fancy, fancy. Who's your la-di-da day guy, mate, Tucker? Hey, cut out that casual racism. Stop trying to uphold your ethnic flair and just submit to mediocrity like your friends. <laughs> Elsa, give him a nipple cripple. It is your daffy, Rock. We the canes. Why didn't I make the connection before? Australians can't handle fancy and foreign things. That must be how I escaped from the game within a game. With fancy foreign cannoli, yes. Okay, I'll use these avocado slices to make the fanciest housewarming dip of all. Guacamole. No! Fancy ethnic finger food! You can't do that! That's against the rules! And it's best he has! Voila! Suck on my guac! Ah! Oh no! I'm melting! Oh. oh! Carry on my legacy with this cocktail recipe! Oh. Take a can of energy drink! Mix it with whatever you can steal from your parents' booze stash. Serve in an empty plastic water bottle. The perfect tabletop alcove pop. Oh. I'll never make your perverted drink, Merlin. Never. Tissue boy. Damn it, Pierre. Your quark attack is destabilizing my perfect house. It's working. The quark is reversing the spell. Australia is dissolving. Great. My house has turned into a teenager's bedroom. Thanks, Pierre. Ho, ho, ho. Hashtag tantrum. <laughs> hey, nobody laughed at my zinger. We're back in reality. The fancy guac freed us from the game. Good work on the nipple cripple, Ilsa. Yeah, I much yet say. Oh, what happened? My head, it, it, it feels so... Empty. Come on, Claire. A cold shower and half a bottle of gin will set you straight. Now, 
Let's never set foot in Australia again. <laughs> but <laughs> my career <laughs> and my perfect house, <laughs> the Australian dream, gone. And so Danger 5 returned to Danger Manor where they store the evil board game safely on top of the Danger shelves where it will never be played by anyone ever again. And that concludes this sickening sojourn to the Southern Hemisphere. Join us next time for another excursion of Danger 5 Stereo Adventures. <laughs>